In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Near the conclusion of the Eucharistic service for the Holy Feasts of our Lord, Idawate, the priest prays on behalf of the congregation and he beseeches, Make us worthy, O my Lord, in the confidence which is from you, to pray before you this pure and holy prayer which your life-giving mouth taught to your true disciples, children of your mysteries, that... Whensoever you pray, in this manner pray, confess, and say. And we recite and chant the Lord's Prayer, praying, and bring us not into trial, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the evil one, Satan. Someone posed me a question, Rabbi, what is Satan's occupation? That's an amazing question, actually. What does Satan do for living? <laughs> what is his occupation? Well, when we read Job chapter 1, verse 7, the Lord, meaning the angel, many times angels are referred to as the Lord because they are messengers and representatives of God because Satan cannot face the Lord, Satan fears the Lord and trembles. The Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, from roaming about on the earth and walking around on it. Let me read you St. Gregory the Great, 6th century church father, comments on this. It's a little lengthy, but please um, uh, bear with me and be patient and listen intently. Satan's going to and fro on the earth represents his exploring the earth or the hearts of the carnal, the fleshly. In this way, he is seeking diligently for grounds of accusation against them. This is what Satan's occupation is. He goes around about the earth for he surrounds human hearts in order to steal all that is good in them that he may lodge evil in their minds, that he may occupy completely what he has taken over, that he may fully reign over what he has occupied, that he may possess the very lives of those he has perfected in sin. Note that he does not say he has been flying through the air, but that he has been walking up and down it. For in fact, he is never easily dislodged from whomever he tempts. But where he finds a soft heart, he plants the foot of his wretched persuasion 
so that by dwelling there he may stamp the footprints of evil practice and by a wickedness similar to his own he may render reprobate or condemnation to all whom he is able to overcome. So from this we learn Satan, his targets, his occupation, his lifestyle, what he does for a living is to target the hearts and minds. And once he finds that target, he loosens or releases his flaming arrows at these targets, our minds and our hearts. And where does he aim? What attracts Satan's attention to this target that is within the mind and the heart is our weaknesses and evil desires. He feeds on them. And in actual fact, spiritual fact, we provide the food and nourishment. We provide that opportunity. We give him that food, that strength. How? Let's read scripture. James chapter 1, verses 13 to 15. A man should not say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God is not acquainted with evil and he does not tempt a man. But each man, or woman, is tempted from his own desire and his lusts. And he is seduced. And this desire becomes pregnant and gives birth to sin, but sin, when it has matured, gives birth to, to death. So true, so true. So we can't point the finger at God. Don't dare and, and claim that God is tempting us. You know, in the Aramaic version of the Lord's Praise, La ta'lan nesiona. And yes, maybe translated juraba, temptation, but really we're referring to trials. Do not allow us to go into temptation or, more importantly, the trials. But Lord, if you do, if you have a perfect will, if it's for strengthening me, if it's for sharpening me, if it's for rebuking me and teaching me and correcting me, if you allow me to go through trials and temptations, deliver me from the evil one. Give me the strength to overcome Give me the strength to become victorious. Keep in mind, beloved, Satan has been defeated. Satan has been defeated. And his defeat was foretold by God in the Garden of Eden. Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. And I... Shall God speaking, and I shall put hatred between you and the woman, you, the serpent, Satan, and the woman, Eve, the mother of life, and between your seed, demons, and her seed, referring to Jesus Christ, and us. He shall tread upon your head, that is, Christ will tread upon Satan's head, and you will strike him in his heel. And this all happened. Where, beloved? At the cross. Let me share some anthems from the liturgical services of the Church of the East 
in relation to the cross so that you may know and understand why we revere and why it is important to revere and worship. Now, in the Aramaic language, in the Assyrian language, Sliwa, according to the Book of the Pearl, Marganita, Marodishu of Sowa, one of the church fathers, Sliwa means the crucified one. For example, Christ was crucified on the cross. Mshicha pishlasliwa ilskipa. Skiplun. So when we say that we worship the sliwa, we worship the one that was crucified on that cross. But again, yes, we revere and worship that, that cross itself because of the power that it has, because of what it was accomplished through Jesus Christ. We sing, the living cross became a fountain and it's caused and it caused life to flow into creation through the force of its power. It gave life to the four regions of the earth through its glorious rays and brought the peoples back from error to its knowledge, the knowledge of the cross, Jesus' sacrifice. The devouring, that is consuming, destroying shoal, became sad on seeing the tombs burst open. When Jesus was crucified, the tombs of the saints was open. Many of them walked into Jerusalem. Satan and his servants lamented and wept bitterly. And death, the steward of Sheol, sat in mourning, not mourning as in day and morning, but mourning in sorrow, Beliaya, on account of its fall, for the Holy Cross has reigned in the four regions of the world. Glory to it. Again, we sing, Jesus our Lord was hung upon it and by it he effected for us deliverance from death and Satan. He effected for you and I deliverance from death and Satan, promising us the kingdom and continuous blessings. And again we sing, the cross of our Lord has become a source of all help for us and directs us. By it, listen to this, by it, the demons are vanquished, uprooted, defeated. Satan falls down, has been hammered, KO'd. <laughs> and the power of error comes to an end. And again, lastly, we sing, hence, we sign the cross, the victory, I'm sorry, I'm sorry no, this is not a, 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 an anthem. Hence, we sign the cross, that is the victory, the accomplishment, power of the cross upon ourselves in reverence and worship. Jesus has defeated Satan, beloved. That is, his power, his dominion and influence on all who have believed and baptized in the name of the Holy Trinity, receiving that which is within them. We have that power by which, through which, Jesus conquered and defeated Satan. In the first epistle of John, the evangelist, chapter 4, verse 4, we read, You are from God, children. And how are we children of God, beloved? Galatians 3, 26, 27. You are all children of God through your faith in Jesus Christ. For as, as, so, for as many of you were baptized, were put to death with Christ and been clothed with Christ. So to be a, to be a child of God, 
We need to believe in Jesus Christ, and that's what we do. And those who listen, who are listening to this message and have not believed in Jesus Christ and received him as Lord and Savior and have not been baptized, regardless of how many good deeds you're doing, God bless you, contact me. See a spiritual counselor in the church. Consult a priest or a bishop. You are from God, children, and you have conquered them. He's talking about antichrist and false prophets, obviously. And you have conquered them because he who is in you, that is the Holy Spirit, is greater than he who is in the world, the power of God. Again, sure, he's referring to false prophets and antichrists, right? But hey, we have the power. So do not fret. We say in Assyrian, yeah, don't get um, uh, weary and uptight and start being nervous and oh my God. Did you see what the government said? Did you see what they're trying to bring upon us? Do not fret when falsehood is being enforced upon us by antichrist laws and legislations and governments and people. Actually, be proactive. Be proactive, not reactive. Let me give you an example of being proactive. Parents, Young and old, we all speak about this. The filth that is being taught at schools. You know, now they're trying to say two plus two equals four. No, that's that's racist or that's, what's that other word they use? Um, discriminative. When you say two plus two is four. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This person is saying two plus two can be five. What school did you go to? Who gave you that, that certificate? Or people identifying themselves as dogs gather in front of a government building and they sit there and start howling and, and barking. Yeah, you know, St. Peter is right about calling them animals. <laughs> yeah, animals. But you know, when dogs bark, that's the way of communication. Something's wrong, Okay. So we talk, speak about this and we tisk, 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 tisk. And we start, you know, our, our, our philosophical understandings and political stances. Don't fret, be reactive. The filth that is being taught at schools as I speak, how do we become proactive is to work hard, to toil and strive to establish our own schools our own private, true, and Christian schools. And we've begun this, beloved. Let me announce it. This is not an official official um, um, uh, endeavor. This is only preliminary talks. We have had three meetings to begin to work on seeing whether or not we can build a school. Yeah, impossible, of course. For you and I, impossible. Nothing's impossible for God. Especially when the aim is to preserve our children from the evil one and his hosts. From Satan and the hosts. The laws, the legislations, those in government. Be proactive. So let me side note, are you involved in a school? You work for a school district? You've been a principal? You have knowledge on how to establish schools? Contact us, please. Let's be proactive. Let's pray about it. 
He who is in us, which is the Holy Spirit, is greater than any legislation and law we can overcome. You know, we don't, we don't need any charity. We don't need money then to be dictated what I can teach. I will teach what I teach, which is Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. And there's only one way to God, and that's only through Jesus Christ. Praise and glory be to his holy name. So Satan has been defeated, and we have that same power through Christ. Remember, beloved, remember my, 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 my beloved brothers and sisters and children that are listening to this. What is more great? You know, you call me, you text me, we text one another. Rabbi, please say a prayer, my friend, my family, my da-da-da. Please say a prayer. And when I reply, may the prayers of the, the, the holy saints of our Lord be a beacon of healing. Oh, thank you, Rabbi, that made me feel good. Well, let me tell you, my dear, that's Rabbi who is weak, frail, unworthy servant of Christ, yet the Lord still his prayers, not just mine, but everyone's. If we take heart because Rabbi is praying for you or a bishop has prayed for you or a patriarch has prayed for you, well, let me tell you something, beloved. Jesus has prayed for you and I. In the great high priestly prayer, John chapter 17, 15, first for his disciples, hence an apostolic church for his apostles, hence the significance of the apostolicity, apostolicity of a church. John chapter 17, verse 15. It is not that I am praying you would take them from the world, for his apostles, his disciples, but that you would preserve them from the evil one. There it is. There's my power. There's my strength. And you may say, yeah, that's the apostles. But no, he extends that to all those who believe in him and have been baptized. Verse 20. Neither do I pray alone for them, not only for the apostles, but also for those who are trusting in me by their word, by their laws, by their liturgy, by their orders, by their mysteries, by their commandments. So come on now, beloved. Let's be real. Come on, let's be real. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100. Is that what they say, Stephen? Let's keep it 100, bro. Call a spade a spade. God cannot be mocked. We spoke about that. I think it was the last episode. God cannot be mocked. We open ourselves to the attacks because of our desires, our evil desires. We give the devil a foothold. Yes, when I have lust, sexual immoral lusts, don't blame it all on Satan. Let me give you an example very quickly. And I always use this when I speak about not blaming Satan for everything because if that's so, then, then what's in me or he who is in me is weak. Hasli, God forbid. You know, there was a monk, there was a brother in a monastery who, um, who was hungry at night. He was in his dorm. He felt hungry and he knew that uh, you know, uh, the shopping, the, the ration had, had, had arrived. So he went into the kitchen, grabbed the... Uh, uh, an egg and came back to his cell and sat down and tried to cook it. So when he held it over the candle, it would burn his fingers. Then he thought, how am I going to cook this? He said, I know what I'll do. I'll put two holes in the wall. I'll put two pencils or pens or two, two sticks. I'll put the 
egg on there and I'll put the candle under it and I'll turn it. It's like a, a spit, right? Rotisserie, I think it's called. At that moment, the monk, the chief brother, walking past, saw the light coming out of um, from under the door of the cell. He opened up and he saw the, the brother sitting there and turning the egg. And he goes, oh, brother, what are you doing? He goes, uh, um, the devil made me do it. And at that time, the devil appeared and said, listen, I would not have even thought of this. So don't you there blame me. You know, he blamed the devil. No, 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 no. Keep it real. As I said, keep it under it. When you want to show off your body parts, my beloved sisters, don't blame the devil. This is what you want to do. That's why you take all those derogative pictures and you post them on social media. You know, when we want to satisfy our, our sexual desires, gentlemen, what do we do? We go on the internet and we want to start searching. We start searching, right? And it's, oh, the devil may be, no, 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 no. It was your evil desires. Yes, the devil has a hand in it. He starts attacking. He starts luring and he starts deceiving you. Yeah, you know, everyone's going to see you. You're going to get all these likes and oh, hun, how what a hunk. Oh, wow, sexy. This is all evil talk. And we will give an account one day when the Lord returns, beloved. So let's not completely blame the devil. Let's say that I myself get myself into this mess and then the devil latching on this opportunity causes me to continue. Don't give Satan a foothold, the scriptures teach us. When we give Satan a foothold, he then in turn gratefully and appreciatively determines our footsteps to sin and death. Unless we repent and rebuke him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. This way, he will flee from us. This way, we will be delivered from the envy and his bitter nature, his deceptions and stratagems, his scheme and tactics. So to be delivered from the evil one and his host, to be delivered from Satan at all times, cling on to, be connected, submit to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Beloved, always strive to, be adamant to, work hard to be with Jesus Christ, filling your heart and mind with him, by him, through him, period. Colossians 3, 2, think of things on high, not of the things on earth. Each time in our daily life, we get preoccupied. It's understandable. We are living in this world. Jesus said, Father, I don't want you to take them out of this world. No, they have to live in this world, but deliver them from the evil one. Think of the things that are above. Let your minds be above. We had a retreat, I think, let your minds be above. That was the theme. Constantly think of things that are above. Call out to him. Sing out to him. King David did. And he did this with confidence and experience. Psalm 17, 6 he writes, I called you because you have answered me. Not you will answer me. You have answered me, God. Call out to the Lord. Cry out to the holy saints to beseech and deliver you by their prayers to the Lord. 
They are not asleep, beloved. Don't be fooled by those who claim that the saints are asleep because then the scriptures are talking about sleepwalking saints or sleep-talking saints. Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 to 10. Oh, but the church of Jesus doesn't believe it. No, we don't not believe. It's not canonized. But we use it for references. Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 to 10. And when he, Jesus, the Lamb, had opened the fifth, fifth seal, I saw under the altar, listen to this, beloved, I saw under the altar the souls of them, the souls of them who were slain on account of the word of God. Hey, there's a cup. Uh, uh, upper uppercase tab uh, W. That means Jesus himself. And on account of the testimony, that is the scriptures, to the lamb which was with them, and they cried with a loud voice saying, are they sleep crying? Did Christ wake them up so that they could proclaim and then put them back to sleep again? How long they were crying out. How long, O Lord, thou holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? The saints are crying out to the Lord. Hence, we join and mingle our prayers with the crying out of the saints. Lord, have mercy. They are certainly not dead. The saints are not dead, gone, perished. Matthew chapter 12, verse 26 to 27. Listen, Jesus is speaking. But concerning the dead, that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses how from the bush God said to him, I am the God, listen to this. Stop your cooking, stop your talking, conversation, Pull over to one side, stop vacuuming, stop doing anything you're doing right now, except work, obviously, you got to continue working. <laughs> but you can stop for a few seconds. God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham and of Isaac and the God of Jacob, the saints, the patriarchs, which we supplicate that they pray for us, beseech on our behalf, along with us, and then God says, and God is not of the dead. So they're not dead. They're alive. They're in paradise. I mean, they were seen with Jesus on Mount Tabor, Moses and Elijah. God is not of the dead, but of the living. You therefore do greatly err. So those who tell you they're asleep, they are dead, they are erring. Don't be ashamed. Don't be reluctant to cry out to the saints. O Margiwargis, O Saint Mary, the Blessed Mother, Virgin Mary, the mother of, mother of my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, pray to your Lord, pray to your Savior, pray to your life giver, mingle my prayers by your prayers that he may bless, forgive, whatever you want to request. Moses and Elijah in Matthew 17, they are alive. Seek their intercession Read the life of the saints. How did they, when by reading the lives of the saints, how did they overcome the temptation? You know, someone said, well, it's easy then to go to in a wilderness and just live a, a hermit life. Where was Jesus tempted, my beloved? In the wilderness. He was tempted in the wilderness, not in a temple, not in the temple in Jerusalem. 
So yeah, it was even even harder. It was it was even more difficult because Satan was continuing to tempt those who wanted to live a life of solitude and sol- solid solitary life. Read their lives. Be comforted. Be encouraged. Read the Holy Scriptures, beloved. Read the Holy Scriptures. Fill your mind with the Holy Scriptures. I think it is St. John Chrysostom who says, a house that has the Scriptures opened is a house that will continually be filled with the blessings of the Scriptures. That's why, and to my shame, my wife is listening, to my shame today, I said, where is our Scripture when we're walking? That's why you're walking to some houses, you see the Scriptures open. You know what the forefathers would say? So that the power and the blessing of this holy book, the holy Scriptures, would fill the house. Do that. Pray and fill your mind. Sing hymns. Sing hymns. Tadisha Alaha, Tadisha Cheltana. Holy God, you, O Lord of all, we confess. In truth, O my Lord, we are not worthy. Sing songs of praise. Forget the... Um, 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 I'm trying to think of a very famous song. Um, what's that song? Um, and I like it too. Um, yeah. When we were first in love. Yeah, I like the song as well, right? Okay, every now and then. But fill your mind with praise, songs of praise. Pray, beloved. Pray. It's important. You know, one point, one great prayer point, along with many, is Psalm chapter 51, verse 10, since Satan targets our minds and our hearts. Look at what King David prays. Create in me a pure heart, O God. Or just mention, just utter God, Jesus, Christ. And not, oh, Jesus Christ, because something falls. Don't blaspheme the word, the, 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 the name of God, the holy name of God. Do you hear what those who, a, who hate Jesus Christ use the name of God, how they use it? And I'm, you know what? I usually lash out, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It defiles me. But you know what I mean. The F-bomb in the name of Jesus Christ? No. Mention, utter God's name, Jesus' name. Oh, Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, the demons shudder. They tremble when they hear the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we can be delivered from his trickeries. Or say, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. James chapter 2, verse 19. You believe that God is one? Great. Excellent. You do well. The demons also believe. Ah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me read it again. You believe, faith only, faith, just faith. You believe that God is one. Excellent. You do well. The demons who believe. Oh, so demons are saved. Demons believe. And they tremble. We don't tremble sometimes, but the demons tremble. So no, the demons do not are not saved. They know who God is, but they have, they don't have the deeds. <laughs> Their faith is not justified and Persona, if, if it's a word I may use, in their faith. But that's not the point. You believe that God is one, you do well. The demons also believe and they trem- tremble. 
when you mentioned the name Jesus Christ. That's why when our forefathers would turn on, switch on lights, they'd say, Shemit Allah, in the name of God, so that if there's any demonic possessions there, that they would shudder and flee. Most importantly, beloved, and this is what we neglect, and we mock it, we joke about it, partake in the Holy Eucharist, Qurbana Qadisha, the real presence of body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Look at the prayer we say, sanctify my body with your holy body and absolve my debts by your precious blood and cleanse my conscience, my mind, with the hyssop of your compassion, O Christ, the hope of our nature, Lord of all, Father and Son, Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. And remember too, remember, beloved, my post on Facebook. Remember what Jesus has waiting for evil and the workers of evil. I will confess to them, right, says Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22, I will confess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of evil. As opposed to, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter the joy of thy Lord. Praise and glory be to his holy name, now and at all times and forever. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. For any future topic suggestions or to give us detailed feedback, please visit our link in the show notes, linktr.ee forward slash double-edged sword. Until next time, God bless you all.